Coming up today, we hear from Jason Bozer. He's been fishing in the Grand Rapids area and on Ball Club Lake. But first, Jamie Elting joins us. He talks Bemidji area fishing and also trout fishing in the Black Hills. He's just coming back from vacation. It's all coming up. in the sand. Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man, but the wife, she just don't understand. I love walleye, perch, trout, and bass, and if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back. Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me when I'm fishing for bargain country. Fishing Paul Bunyan Country is presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. We're celebrating our 30th year. Well, today in Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, we uh, check in with Jamie Elteen of Grad Creek Outfitters. Jamie, thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me on again. Well, normally uh, we talk to Jamie about fishing on Lake Bemidji or uh, lakes fairly close to Lake Bemidji. Not this time. We'll get into that. But, uh, Jamie, you and your whole crew are just uh, headed back to Minnesota from the from the uh, Black Hills. Yeah, fun trip. So uh, what what precipitated that? Uh, we decided, well, eventually, first off, we were going to go to Colorado to visit friends for a week and, and stop for a day or two here and then go the rest of the way out there. Well, that didn't work out, so we decided to stay longer in the Black Hills. So that's what brought on the whole staying here for a few days. We were heading to Colorado, the first plan, but so we had to go to plan B instead. Gotcha. Uh, Black Hills, though, very, very beautiful place. Oh, it's awesome. I love it out here. Now, it's beautiful. As 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 you are Jamie Elting, I'm sure you had to do some fishing. Well, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Could not do that. I've got, you wouldn't believe us, the places I could tuck a fishing rod. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys did some trout fishing out there, huh? Yeah, there's, you know, there's streams. We stayed right in Custer National Park. We rented cabins. So, I mean, there's, there's lakes. I don't know. I, we didn't even, we only saw a small portion of the lakes and they have everything from largemouth to smallmouth to crappies. And then, of course, they have, you know, a lot of stock trout too. So we were mainly trout fishing, but we did. One lake, the first night we got there, we went out in the evening right close to the campground and started catching crappies. So it's just pretty much whatever you want to catch, you can catch, I think, in there. <laughs> <laughs> so it uh, did it seem a lot like this area as far as the, the opportunities? Oh, golly, yeah. I mean, just within the park. Like I said, we never really got out of the Custer State Park, you know, fishing-wise. I know around Rapid City there's... There's all kinds of streams and such to fish, and um, mostly we were catching rainbows. I did see some brown trout. We never caught any browns, but mostly we were catching rainbows. But but it's something different and fun. So, now, How much trout fishing had you done prior to this? I had fly fished a handful of times, really like that. Um, we, we just used spin and tackle up here, and... It was kind of a, 
you know, we just pick a lake. I talked to one of the rangers to see which, you know, what lake had what, and he recommended a couple, and we went, and, of course, you could see the trout. They're just, it's crystal clear. I'm, you know, running off of the rocks and everything, clear and deep, and we just casted little inline spinners, rooster tails or whatever, and, and of course, people were using power bait and such, catching fish too, but we went the rooster tail way and, and caught plenty of fish. It was, you know, they weren't huge, maybe... 14 inches was the biggest but but a lot of fun yeah were you uh were you wading or were you in a boat no we were fishing right off the shore oh, okay i i didn't really I, initially i was going to rent a guide but i and go around rapid but i didn't realize it's quite a run from custer back down to rapid city okay. so we decided just to hang out and do our own thing, and next time I will have waiters along. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, so t- just describe trout fishing for those who aren't. Uh, we usually talk trout fishing with the Trout Unlimited guys about once a year, but for people who who haven't done any trout fishing, uh, what's the allure? It's Most for me, it's the scenery. Where I fish trout, it's, you know, you're, typically in some type of a mountainous scenario, you know, so you're down in the valleys, even with the lakes, the lakes obviously are runoff and are natural, so you're kind of down in the valley looking up at a thousand foot of rock cliffs and, and pines. To me, it's a scenery, I guess. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's, the fishing is great too, but typically when you're trout fishing, I mean, even if you go to the Clearwater River, it's it's the... I don't know. It's peaceful. The moving water and, you know, it's just, I don't know. Well, the scenery, I guess, is what lures me to it. Typically, the the lakes that have trout in, in our neck of the woods are, you know, uh, pristine lakes, pretty quiet, pretty small, not a lot of traffic, like you noted. And then if you do, if you do the stream thing, yeah, you're definitely getting into areas where it's it's very quiet, very natural. I think that I agree with you. I think that's a big allure for a lot of people. You know, and even up here, you know, in Custer, there's, you know, thousands of people running around, but my son and I, we we were never really within, you know, you might see a few people hiking by on a trail, but, I mean, it's not going to be elbow-to-elbow anglers, that's for sure. I guess that was a, that's always something that is nice. You know, you talk about bumper boats at home, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's not anglers lined up. 100 feet long on the shoreline to where you're casting over each other. So that's another. It's just, it's quite peaceful to me. Were you, and it's uh, a different way of fishing, you know. Yeah. A lot of people haven't experienced it. And once you do, it's, you know, if I'm anywhere on vacation or anything and have a ride along, I'm going to see where there's some kind of something to do where I can hook a trout. It's just, and they fight. They're great fighters if you've never caught one, even the little ones. And, and, and explain what's different about the fishing for trout. I don't know. You're just, to me, you're wading, you know. We're on, we're in boats so much at home. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's just a different, a different style. It'd be like, uh, kind of like if you're used to freshwater fishing, fishing saltwater. I don't know if that makes, you know what I mean? Does, mm-hmm. that, does that make sense? It's, it's just something different. It's an adventure. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly. That's the word I was looking for. Well, now, did your whole crew go out 
Trout fishing with you? No, just just Hunter and I. Okay. The okay. girls are they're not so much into you know because we got after it pretty hard. I, we fished three days, and I don't know. I don't quite most two hours was a short stint, and I don't know. I didn't really keep track. There was there were thousands of casts. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and, and what were you using again? We were just using little eighth ounce rooster tails, any kind of an inline spinner, and seemed to be the bright colors were they were liking the best. And a lot of times trout, you know, you could see your spinner coming in and four or five foot from the, they follow it up, you know. Mm-hmm. And so they, you could literally see them come up and smack it. To me, that's cool too. You know, not a lot of times you can cast a jig out and watch a walleye come up and hammer it. But right. that's a little something different. And it's exciting. More to come with Jamie Elteen later. But up next, we talk Grand Rapids area fishing with Jason Bozer. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Welcome back to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Great to check in with Jason Bozer, our friend over in the Grand Rapids area. Uh, Jason, thanks for taking time today, and uh, hope you've been having a good summer so far. You bet, Kevin. Thank you. Um, the summer's been really good. It, uh, you know, it seems like the business has picked up a little bit. Uh, a lot of people coming, you know, from Canada, and there a lot of them are looking for guides and stuff. And uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's been a good summer. Yeah, I know it could be better, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, it always could be. Certainly, uh, we had some really strange weather, really hot for a while. Then we had the weather cool down a bit, and we had some storms. Yeah. It's kind of just uh, mixed things up a bit. It does. It, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's made the. T- it's what it's done for us around here has made that walleye bite pretty tough. Yeah, I don't know why, but that that walleye bite's really been interesting in the last couple weeks. What's what's been happening? I don't know. Uh, you know <laughs> we're, we're 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 trying to spin them, um, you know, the, the, in in the weeds. But you know, that we usually this time of the year we're we're looking at some you know pretty thick algae on the on the water, and uh, they the fish tend to be in the weeds. And uh, man, it just it just don't seem like the the walleyes are are there. I mean, we're getting a few, but it mm-hmm. isn't. You know, we ain't getting a lot. And then if you go out to the humps, you know, out in the deeper structure, really ain't finding a lot out there either. So uh, it's it's just a little, it's just a little tough right now for the walleye. What lakes have you been fishing? Well, I I don't know if you've heard me mention this one before, but the one of the best lakes right now has been Ball Club. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you can believe it. I've it's been buying many times. <laughs> yep, yep, and. Uh, um, it's one of them years where the water was real low, and when that happens, it seems like <laughs> we go crazy. You know, it's a, you get a lot of northerns, and uh, but but the northerns are chunky and nice. You know, where you can actually get a fly off them. But uh, you know, a, a couple weeks ago there was quite a walleye bite going on there, and um, we were doing well, and and that's kind of kind of dried up a little bit. But now what we're finding out there is that the crappies have moved right in on the edge of them weeds. Oh. And uh, 
and that's been, been that's been a nice treat. And and the crappies have kind of been coming in everywhere lately, you know, along in them weeds. And it's it's just a, it seems like it's a little early, and maybe with that hot weather and stuff, things have just been changing around a little bit, and we've been getting more of them crappies, and and that's been that's been kind of sustaining us so far. Prior to the uh, the, couple, the the weird July bite, how had things been going in your area? Well, it was you know it's 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 been you know it, it seems like we're getting a lot of pressure on the lakes and uh, and it, the walleye bite's been kind of tough around the Grand Rapids area. I I think you know we've had some we've had some good days and also had some days that we've really struggled. You know, go to a couple different lakes a day just to try to find them there's no it don't seem like there's really a good hot bite since leech lake kind of you know leech lake kind of closes down you know a little harder to fish for, for those guys you know this this time of the year and it was really good in the spring but man that uh now it's kind of you know it's kind of a hit and miss deal so we you know we've been trying to get them out there but Hmm. One day you get a couple, three, four, and, and you run into the perch and you have a great day, and then the next day it's like they're non-existent. They don't even, don't even have a pool where they went or nothing. Lake Winnie, we talked about that earlier this year, and uh, you were indicating you thought uh, a year from now uh, it was going to be a very good lake, that those fish were just about to get into that eater size. Um, what are you seeing on Winnie these days, those last well, couple weeks? Well, a lot of them little fish are starting to show up, and we're we're seeing more and more. And I'm going to go fish it again Thursday here, and uh, you know, get a little better idea. They're still, you know, they're they're still kind of small to keep, but uh, but they're showing up at least. Hopefully, everything's going to you know work out. So you know, by spring, they're going to have you know, another option to fish, you know, or you can keep some. So that's been that's been our problem with Lenny. We we haven't been able to keep any fish. Uh, so hopefully these little ones are stay in the system. You know they, you know, don't get knitted out or or something else happens to them, and and uh, we'll get a chance to catch them this spring. You you mentioned crappies. If the walleyes aren't biting, it sounds like the crappies at least are at least sometimes. Yes, well, yes, they have they have been. They're they're starting to show up in the weeds a little earlier than they have been, and we've been pulling spinners or we've been throwing little. Um, Little tips, or little plastics. It's been saving us. It's been pretty good, and it seems like we're getting some uh, some nice perch, especially like on ball club. The perch bite been pretty At the end of the day, we got a nice mess of fish, and there might be a couple walleyes in there one day, and there might be eight there the next day. But you know, we just can't. We haven't been able to get any consistent walleye. But always a thing. When they are biting, what do they seem to want right now? Well. Spinners still are, you know, that windy little drill or the Northland. Uh, the Northland's got a nice spinner out there, and you know, with the hammer gold and pulling along with, you know, depending how deep you are, we've been pulling along around with a little bullet sinker, and they're covering ground. But they're, well, they're just kind of scattered out in the weeds. where I've had my best luck. It's around about a mile, 1.2 miles an hour. They're really chasing now, so, you know, but the water's being warm, they'll, they'll chase that bait, so you can even speed it up you know, into that one, one, two, one, three, you know, and they'll, they'll still hammer. Okay. So that's where I've been kind of finding them in that, in the weeds or the, or the very weed edge. 
you you noted that there was a lot of pressure on the lake this year. Um, we we noticed that too that there was a lot of increase in sales and a lot of people that maybe were vacationing in Canada typically now stopping on our side of the border. Um, do you think yep. that's playing a factor in the way fishing is this year? Boy, I don't. You know that, that's a toughie. I I don't know that yet. They're take you know they're definitely taking more fish out. Um, I don't know if it plays a role in it. I'm I'm going to hope that it's more the weather. You know, just the way things heated up and then, you know, it kind of cooled down again and now it's kind of stabilizing. And you know, I think with the fish pressure and stuff, you know, electronics and everything, making people a lot better fishermen and the states are taking a lot of fish out of the lake too. So I just wonder if there ain't, there ain't the big schools in some of the lakes that they're, they're used to. Jason, if, uh, if we're going out fishing in the next few days, is there a particular time of day that's going to give us our best odds? The twilight, early morning, late in the evening is always is always, especially as our lakes are clearing up more with the sinker mussels. That's not always the best, the best, best of the best time. For instance, them crappies, you know, we're, we're sitting there, at, you know, six at night, afternoon, but you can see them, they're all swimming around all over there, and they tend to bite a lot better, you know, in twilight period. And the, and the walleyes, too, you know, it's, it's, you know. It's just that time of the year where it's good to go in the twilight period, whether it's early morning or late at night. What are you hearing from your friends who are out going after bass and muskies and things like that? Um, you know what? I haven't heard hardly any reports on the muskies at all. But the bass are are pretty crazy between the you know, the large mouth and the small mouth on Patagama and Trout. They've been hitting pretty good. Even even I, I live on a little lake called Race Lake. And the, the bass have just been crazy. The people are catching them all over the place. And they seem to be get pretty active right now. You know, well, the weeds are the weeds are real pronounced right now. You, you know, so yeah, and bass go in there and pull them right out of there. Well, anything else we should know if we're going out fishing? I would. The only thing I can tell you is keep covering ground. I think the spinner bait, the spinner bite, should get better as we keep going here seeing a little bit more algae coming here this last week now with the stable temperatures and i gotta think it's going to get better i think in august we should be you know be able to you know get a nice bag of fish with uh, walleyes and crappies still in the weeds and the perch everything should be relating to them weeds and you know, more and more as we you know get into august i think so that's what i would that's what i'll have to tell people just stay in stay with them weeds for for the month here, and uh, I think you'll do. I think you'll get fish. This might not always be the species you want. Okay. Hey, what about Ball Club Lake? If I were to give it a try, where is the access on Ball Club? Well, if you if you're going to go to Ball Club, you got to go to a hundred acre resort, and it's a it's a nice little resort. That's the only good landing there is. Um, there's another landing, but I think that got all privatized now. Uh, Big ball of lake resort, but I think it's not really a resort anymore. You kind of got to know the guy to use it. No, believe that's been going into hundred acre resort. The public accesses are so shallow. Aside from launching the canoe, you'd have to be hard pressed to get anything in there. Yeah, he charges you a little money, but it's well worth it. And I'll tell you, the lake is funner than fun. Well, if somebody uh, wants to use your services to fish your neck of the woods, you still got some spots available before the end of the year? Yeah, there's always a spot or two available. They can just give me a call, you know, 218-244-2517, and we'll get you set up. 
All right, Jason Bozer, a good friend of the show. Glad that he could make some time for us today. Hey, Jason, thanks, and have a great rest of the summer. Thank you, Kevin, and have a great day yourself. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Checking back in with Jamie Elting of Grant Creek Outfitters. Well, now, prior to um, your trip, uh, how was the fishing in our neck of the woods? Well, with all the storms, it was it was uh, kind of hit and miss, I guess, was the best, best for me. I mean, we always found some fish when we were out, but, you know, the weather pattern was just, you know, storm and rain and fronts for the last basically three or four weeks so it made it a little tougher i'm not gonna kid you there what uh, seemed to be the best way to catch them we did i was doing different things we pulled spinners you know along the edge of the weeds 12 14 foot (sighs) trolling little joe spinners and we were using crawler harnesses or even, you know, I, I ran, I tried to do one guy ran a harness and the other guy pulled a leech with a single hook. And we were catching, getting them that way. Um, windier days, obviously you could use bottom bouncers. So a lot of the days where it was calmer, we just used a bullet sinker to get you down, you know, along the edge of the, the weeds there. Pulling lead line, we were trolling out deeper, you know, 20 foot, 20-ish foot off the sides. Some of the structures were holding fish. And this is on, on Bemidji primarily where I'd been. Okay. And one of the, the uh, probably the best way, we went back to basics and slip bobbing. Oh, Did really okay. well doing that. You know, slip bobbing with a leech a little bit deeper in that, you know, 14, 14 15 foot. But that's pretty a, a pretty natural presentation if you think about it. You know, you're basically making long and it's basically vertical. I mean, I don't know too many walleyes that aren't going to take a swing at a leech above their head. We've had now some stable weather. Um, temps, you know, upper 70s, low 80s, um, nothing, um, no storms, anything like that. Uh, what do you anticipate we're going to be able to find here in the next couple days? I'm pretty, when we get back, I'm, I'm kind of uh, excited to see what's going on, but I anticipate, I, we've had no little to no cell phone service for the last three days, so what's the weather been like? Has it been fairly stable oh, yes. at home? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, Blue sky, sunshine, very little wind, uh, temps in the mid to upper 70s. Oh golly, I'm 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 a, I'm in a speed coming home then. Oh, I didn't say that. I didn't say that out loud, did I? No. Uh, that'll be. I'm. It'd be interesting to come back if you've had some stable weather, and I'm anticipating we should see a decent bite picking up. You know, for the month mm-hmm. of August. Okay. Go ahead. You know, the big thing what I typically do is I I cover a lot of water. You know, you're looking for active fish. You're not. You don't, you don't want to necessarily set, if you can mark fish, great, but if they're not going to bite, what's the sense of setting on them for all day? Then everybody's frustrated. So, you know, we cover a lot of water and we fish the active fish. You know, you might catch, you mark four or five, whether it's trolling or whatever, with spinners or crankbaits, and you'll catch two. Well, keep, a lot of times I won't even turn the boat around. I'll just keep running a line and within the same say 20 to 23 foot you're fishing active fish and you're gonna 
you're gonna eventually you're gonna put more in the boat by by just fishing the active ones. Okay. You know. Yeah. So how how much time do you give a spot before you decide it's it's time to try something a different spot? You know, a lot of times, and if if I pull on a spot and see fish, if you catch a couple right away, you know, obviously those those they're willing to bite. You know, and if you don't catch any within ten ten minutes, fifteen minutes, I'm I'm rolling, looking for looking for looking for more similar spots to where I was just at to find to find the active ones Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's tough to do well there's fish here why would you pull off well you just caught the active ones you nothing nothing says you can't go back you know in a couple hours and a lot of times you know it's just like kind of like a trap line you're you're setting a trap line you're running you're running you're looking for active fish and you just circle a lot of times you can go back and hit the same spot a couple hours later and you'll still you know, you might pull two or three more out of there, but and it gives them time to time to settle down too. After they lost a couple of their buddies to the live well, you know. Right. <laughs> um, so, what lakes are you going to be fishing through the month of August? I've been I've been trying to branch out and and fish some stuff that I haven't fished, but obviously I'll be on Bemidji and. Uh, if I if I'm guiding, probably Bemidji, and then but I've got a couple bucket lists. I've never fished uh, Pokegama, and I've always wanted to go over there. So I think I'm going to make a trip or two over there, and I've got a couple buddies that have been really wanting to run to Lake of the Woods. And I'll be honest, you know, living up here as long as I have, I've never fished. I've never been out on Lake of the Woods. I fished the river. Mm. But I have never been out on the actual lake, so I think that's probably going to happen this year too. Yeah, you should probably do that. Oh, yeah, I probably should. And people are probably, you know, people are listening to this and are probably going to tar and feather me for for saying that I've never, but I have never fished Lake of the Woods, the the lake portion of it, anyway. Well, you never yet. We got plenty down in our in our neck of the woods too that are pretty good. So. Well, right, yeah, exactly. There's, uh, you know, it's pick your poison in in our area. You can catch any any species, and within you know ten minutes of most people's house, they can be on some type of body of water, whether it be a small one or a big one. It's it's we have a good area, and you know you get to people get hung up and you know well i know this body of water and if i can't catch one here they're not biting well maybe maybe not you don't know if you don't try try something else so so how much trout fishing have you done up here actually you know the extent of my trout fishing in our area is is in the spring after they stock the clearwater river i mean i only live five minutes from there so we go up there in april Another thing I've always wanted to do is I've I've never been down to Cabacona for the for the brook trout, so that's another that's another I guess close bucket list thing to do is try and get. I've never caught a brook trout either, so it would be it would be fun to fun to do that. Okay. But early in the year before opener, after when trout season opens, um, we typically go. I don't know, 
quite a, we'll, we'll make quite a few trips down there. Okay. And depends when they stock them in the you know the Clearwater. Depends on the year. If we have a late if we have a late spring, obviously they're not going to get them stocked at the normal time. So just kind of all depends on when they stock the fish and. Okay. Yeah, we go from there. Well, Jamie, if people are uh, looking to use your services, uh, what's the best way to get a hold of you and uh, find out about uh, Grand Creek Outfitters? Uh, you can call my cell at 218-368-1656. Okay. He's Jamie Elteen. He's from Grand Creek Outfitters, and he's coming back from the uh, from the Black Hills and vacation where he will um, drive into our version of paradise and continue fishing. So that's really not a bad, that's not a bad no, option. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. <laughs> yeah. <a> win-win. <laughs> Jamie, thanks for taking time today. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Kev. Fish out, Bob Barnhill, country, country.